Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me Holly Daniels Christensen, founder and CEO of Dune Jewelry. Thanks for joining the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. And I'm wearing talk one of your you. I'm wearing one of your pieces. It's beautiful. Uh, this uh, sil- the sterling silver necklace that has like some Hawaiian shells in it that I chose in turquoise because I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. So like your jewelry company helps people, like you said, manifest their dreams or support sustainability. And before we get into exactly how you came up with this uh, million dollar business, let's talk about the beginning, right? Like how you turned from a dropout into uh, this brand. And, and that's the topic of our, our episode today is how you went from a dropout to a million dollar business and how others can do the same. I love it. Yeah, I really didn't. Let's be honest. I didn't know exactly where I was going as a dropout. I knew I had a great work ethic. Um, I truly enjoy people. I have an artistic side. Uh, and so that was very helpful. I think you know, the natural ability, ability to, um, to take on different tasks and learn from different people is, is really important. So I left high school at uh, the age of 15. I left home, um, due to a tumultuous kind of childhood, dysfunctional, uh, family. And I just never looked back. I think you can go two ways. You either kind of submerge yourself in the current situation, or you dream of a better life, a better being, a better, um, a better you said, feeling. You said you were 15 years old. I mean, that's yeah. oof, to leave your home and just kind of choose a path. How did you get through those early days of figuring out, you know, which path you wanted to take? You mentioned people giving you advice or mentoring you. Was that a big piece of 15 to say 21 to really find your, your voice? Later on, the mentoring has been it's been life-changing for me but early on it was more of a survival instinct it was like I'm leaving I need to I held a job down uh, believe it or not since I was 11 you know working under the table um, people could learn a thing or two from you nowadays (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I liked it I don't know nature versus nurture too right I I was already pre kind of predisposition to like working and like people and like, uh, like learning, but everyone learns differently, which I don't know. You know, I think our educational system lacks that, that diversity these days, even no matter how hard uh, educational um, institutions try. Um, But for me, I just liked learning from, from doing different jobs and, and, and meeting different people and working underneath certain managers where I could absorb. So you picked um, up a lot of skills along the way. I mean, that's learning by seeing and learning by doing are probably the best ways of, is this what you teach your, you have two daughters. Is this what you teach your daughters now that you know what you went through and you don't want them to go through the same thing, of course. So I'm assuming that you're teaching them the ways of the force, right? You're you're like, I know what to do. Here's what I did. I want you to learn. Is that what you're, is that kind of what you're teaching your kids now? I'm trying. I I do try. I think, um, again, when you have had a certain upbringing, you kind of overcompensate as a parent. So I have, a, I walk a very fine line on instilling good work ethic in them and, and wanting them to be thirsty for knowledge. Um, but I also realize I have two daughters. 
um, same DNA, I mean, same DNA, same parents. They're completely different human beings. Like I'm in Ketchikan, Alaska right now with them in one of our stores. And one is outside, um, or sorry, out front doing the sandwich board, uh, like a beautiful sandwich board to go out on the sidewalk. And the other is watching TikTok um, while I do this podcast. So it, so, sounds, so it sounds like you've incorporated them into your your like your work life balance. They're with you at your job. Is this kind of part of how you're able to manage everything? Because it's a lot. I mean, you have this big brand that's taking over the world, and then you have two little kids that you got to take care of. I mean, how are you doing all of it? <laughs> yeah, I'm so blessed that I was able to bring them on this trip. Um, so I'm working three hours in the morning, uh, and then we go do something fun. And then I'm on for another two hours at night, just catching up on emails and texts and DMs and, and all of that. Cause now everyone has a hundred different ways to get in touch with, with you. So, um, which can be frustrating, yeah. which can be frustrating and overwhelming. Yeah. And, and you have to learn how to, you know, overcome that overwhelming feeling and, and just embrace it and take charge. Right. And so is that what you have your staff helping you do? Because, you know, when I posted uh, your necklace on my social media, it immediately got picked up by, I guess, your staff. So are you guys using so social media as a way to visualize your creations? Oh, yeah. I mean, my team is incredible. I ha our, uh, our operations director was actually, before I started doing jewelry at my kitchen table in 2010, like 2012, 2010, um, he was my assistant in real estate at 22 years old. He had moved to Boston from Colorado and we were working together. And I was like, I have this idea. Do you want to help me? Because he was much more technology driven and I was much more uh, art driven, creative right. uh, product. And so, yeah, product. And so he now, I mean, he's worn every hat in the business. I have 30 full-time team members now. Wow. Congratulations. Um, he's, he's our operations director. So, um, how yeah. did you how did you get through that? Like, I mean, what would you tell entrepreneurs listening to this or watching this? Like if they have an idea that they feel as though is as unique as Dune Jewelry, because it's very unique. How, how do you how do they navigate that? How do they go from just an idea to 30 person team? Well, I think first off, there's this misconception that it it hap it just happens for you. You know, like, you know, I'm going to have a great idea. And now I'm going to be, I'm going to own a multi-million dollar business. And for me, ideas are wonderful. I, I love them. But if you can't execute them, unfortunately, they're nothing. So I, ideas you, are a dime a dozen, right? They're a dime a dozen. They are. I have ideas all day, every day. And I'm like, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I have to really stay uh, focused. True um, entrepreneur, true entrepreneur. Right. I mean, execution is everything. And, and really all execution is, is, is one step in front, you know, one foot in front of the other, just take little steps, make the list, you know, call the people, talk to who you need to, 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 to learn. Um, also learn from other people who are more, uh, more experienced. If you can find a mentor, you know, the SBA has a program called score. That's awesome. Um, it's free mentorship. I still have a score mentor that I've had since 2012 and he's been incredibly helpful building, um, building my business. But yeah, I think it's one foot in front of the other. One of the things I, I noticed from entrepreneurs that I've mentored in the past were people who have come to me pitching ideas, right? They say the reason why they haven't done it yet. And this is what I always ask. Like, why didn't you do it? Why aren't you doing it? They're afraid. 
they're, they're afraid of, of failure. They're afraid of losing time and money. They're afraid that they won't be good enough or the product won't work or people won't buy it. How do you overcome that fear and, and, and just kick ass? How do you, how do you do yeah. it? Because this is the secret, man. No one knows how to do it. And, you know, maybe you can give That's us some. That's a more. really great question. I think oh, there's so many cliche things I can say. I know. What I are know, the, okay, but... give us three. Give us a top three. Oh my gosh. Top, top three. First, what do you have to lose? Right? Like, what do you have to lose? What, who cares if someone laughs at your idea or makes fun of you or, you know what, they're probably doing it because they're jealous they didn't think of it or they're jealous they didn't have the, the confidence to go out on their own. Cause you do hear from people a lot. Like I had that idea years ago. I should have just, and you're like, yeah, should have, would have, could have, should have, would have, could have. I always say haters aren't really haters. They're just jealous. They don't hate you. They're just jealous of you. I believe that I'm such a huge advocate for entrepreneurs though. Like there's so much room for success for everyone. And in the beginning, when I was so um, insecure about my lack of formal education and, and things, it was harder for me to, like, I would get salty. Uh, you know, I'd look at other entrepreneurs and be like, oh, I could have done that. Or I could have, I did. I, I'm being honest. I, I was like, <laughs> that's not that clever or whatever. But it was, it was a reflection of my own insecurity because I hadn't come into my own yet and I hadn't found my footing and my confidence. But none of it, none of it. <laughs> It sounds, like, it, it, it sounds like that's your second tip. Your second tip is overcoming that insecurity, it sounds like, right? Yeah. So you said the first one is, why don't you do it? And the second one is, what do you have to lose, you said? And the second one is overcoming that insecurity, it sounds like, right? Getting over yourself and just trying something new, right? Is that what it sounds like to me? Absolutely. We're all meant to be here, whether we're entrepreneurs or not, whether whether we're producing or not, you know, as human beings, we have the, the right to live a beautiful life. And- so why not? You don't want to look back. I guess the, the third thing is don't don't ever look back wishing you did. Mm. That's the worst feeling. Regret. Like yesterday, <laughs> quick two-second story. We went to this Lumberjack show here in Ketchikan. It was amazing. The Great Alaskan uh, Lumberjack show. At the end of it, the Lumberjacks come out and you can do a photo op with them. And my two little girls were like, oh, not, like they were really they're confident little girls, but in the moment for they some reason, they just, yes. And they, they're like, no, 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 no. When they and got home, like, they were like, I wish I did it. <laughs> later, they did. They go, uh, oh, we, we should have done it, mom. We should have done it. And I'm like, oh, it's the worst feeling. And I wanted to fix it for them, but I couldn't, you know, you've got to feel those feelings of, all right, next time you just jump in that picture. Next time you take the picture without it's them and then green screen them in later. <laughs> So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that during your journey, because I mean, it's an incredible story of, you know, all these years of different jobs, you were a real estate agent and, and then you just started this new company honored by magazines and all these things. Like you must've been afraid to, I don't know, you must've been afraid to really kind of start out in the beginning and, but you took that chance, right? And I guess what I want people to know is what inspired you to not only come, you know, build this company, but what inspired you to continue on and build it up? Like what were their, your main motivational factors? My motivational factors, well, insp- inspiration wise, I was hauling these six foot tables to arts and craft shows. 
and getting feedback from um, customers. And that was really inspir- Like, as I told my story, I could see them start to light up and their light bulb would go off and say, oh, can I bring sand back from Bermuda or Italy? Or can you make something with um, one woman had sand sitting on her bureau from Nantucket from 1984 from her honeymoon. And she said, I didn't know what to do with it. And now I know exactly what to do with it. Can I send you a pinch of the sand and you'll make me a piece of jewelry? And I said, absolutely. So as I started absorbing all of the feedback and the the positive, just the positive energy and the sentimental value of what we do, it was really inspired. It really touched me. Um, I had people tell me every single day, like all the time that the business isn't scalable, you know, what's, kind of like what's the point you're you're you, you, yeah you can make cute little art artistic pieces for a few people them. i'm like but you can't right right you showed I them like, all who i hope i hope you guys it. are listening to this i, I hope mean, you're... <laughs> it doesn't like scalability means different things in my mind because i'm like all right so i yes i'm making one-off custom pieces for thousands of people which is it's a lower profit margin. It's kind of a passion project, but now here I am in a position where I'm working on a more um, generalized line that, that will be fully scalable because not every single piece is custom. And I, I have that opportunity because I, I, I ground, I mean, I ground down, I hustled, I I made relationships with 600 different retail partners all over the world. and, And I've treated them, Man, you hustled family over the past 12 (laughs) years. Right. And, and that's one more misconception. You don't, it's not, you're not going to snap your fingers. You, right. It takes time. You You said 12 12 years. You You said 2010, you said, right. And you have to be willing. Yeah. That's a long time. I mean, and, and see people, they, this is a very common thing. I'm sure you've heard this about entrepreneurs where someone might hire you for your skills and you say, well, you know, you have to pay me $500 for the hour that I'm helping you. And they're like, $500 for an hour? Are you crazy? You're not paying for the hour. You're paying for the 20 years it took me to learn the skills to provide you this service for that hour. That's what you're paying for. And, and people just don't seem to understand that. Um, you know, you can say doctors and lawyers charge a lot because they went to school for 20 years. Well, we went to the school of entrepreneurship for 20 years, damn it. So, you know, you need so to pay true. up. <laughs> it's so true. I love that. So if people want to pick up a custom-made piece of jewelry, what's the best way for them to do this? DuneJewelry.com. So it's Dune like a sand dune, D-U-N-E, Like the movie. Com. Like the movie, too. Very I know. popular, very we popular. From like, we have sand from where that movie was filmed, Oh, too, man. Cool. You, got, you guys should start doing some social media promotions on just <laughs> that. You probably blow up. And, um, I know. We should. And I, I was uh, very um, happy that you gave my listeners a code, Bootstrap, for 15% off their orders. So if anybody wants a really cool necklace or a bracelet or a ring or lots of other cool uh, custom jewelry that I saw on your site, Bootstrap is the code. You get 15% off. Uh, anything else you want to leave entrepreneurs before we go in their journey? I, I think all I want to leave you with is it's, it's literally it's the greatest adventure of my life. And there are really bad days, like crying, sobbing, ugly cry days. And there are days where you are on top of the world and it's so worth it. 
and I, it's just, it's the greatest journey of my life. So just do it. Nice. Congratulations, Holly, and thanks for coming on the show. Everyone, pick up your jewelry, dunejewelry.com, bootstrap, 15% off. And as always, I'll see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.